Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ouch That Hurts. I'm your host, Jelani. And in today's episode, I will have another book review on the book Financial Feminist by Tori Dunlap. So this book has incredible, incredible nuggets that I believe every single woman should know. So without any more chit-chatting, let's get started. So the number one incredible, well, let me tell you about this Tori Dunlap, the author, she is a financial expert who encourages women to overcome any kind of patriarchal norm. So back in 2020, I was in my journey of personal finance when I took a personal finance back in college. And that's the reason as to why I fell in love with finance and that is how I discovered Financial Feminist. It was when I went on through Spotify and I couldn't find a girl who was talking about finances. I only I only saw podcasts like Dave Ramsey and all those conservative guys that do not look like me and don't think like me. So this is a great book for any who's a beginner because it's easily digestible. It will teach you everything you need about personal finance. So this is such a great personal finance course. Let me tell you back when I back in 2020, I learned so many lessons that this book includes. So I highly, highly recommend. So the first thing that I noticed from this book is that she has an incredible script to help you negotiate your rent in case your landlord wants to increase your rent. So you need to know exactly you need to know exactly how to write an email and she gives you that script so you don't even have to think on how you can send this email, how you can write it. She has it for you. So I highly, highly recommend this for anyone who potentially is in danger of getting their rent increased. Another thing that she that she encourages is to know exactly what you love. You gotta learn how to set better priorities. Do not deprive yourself from anything, just like Dave Ramsey tells us. She is always telling us that it's very important for us to distinguish what are those things that we like and what are those things that we do not like. When we know exactly what we want from this life, it's easier for us to achieve our goals. And that is very, very clear here on Financial Feminist. A great, great analogy that she gave us on this beautiful written book is to set a currency for the things that you love example tori's friend loves tacos she calculates how much a taco costs and how many tacos the item she wants to purchase um cost in terms of tacos so for example if a taco costs five dollars and let's say the jacket costs a hundred dollars that means that she will have to spend That means that she can't have the 20 tacos. It does make sense. You just have to understand what this is coming from. So if if the taco amount is too high, then it's not worth to trade any tacos. So she doesn't buy it. Incredible, incredible. An example for me would be Sephora money. I love going to Sephora. 
And I will use this trick every time I want to purchase something that I do not love. For example, I'm not a huge fan on clothes or shoes, but I love skincare. I can buy so many things from skincare. Skincare is my favorite thing in this world. So I would think like that. Another thing that you should evaluate is you should evaluate the worth you're getting from that product or from those products. So let's say that you earn uh, $10 per hour and the jacket jacket costs $100. That means that it would take 100 hours to get that jacket. If you think it's worth it, then you should buy it. But if not, then don't do it. Remember, and also remember this, this is before taxes, so keep it in mind. So that's just incredible, incredible. Another thing is to have a high yield savings account. A high yield savings account is different from those savings accounts from traditional banks like Chase or Bank of America, Wells Fargo, because those banks only give you a 0.01% interest on your money. And these high yield savings accounts give you roughly from two to three percent sometimes four percent on your money incredible incredible the money that you should keep in case you want to purchase a home or something big so this is something that you can easily have access to just in case you have some sort of an emergency some sort of one you want to purchase a car or you want to have that down payment for your house this is this is the money where you put that amount onto a high yield savings account another thing that she tells us is that minorities tend to accumulate high levels of debt because interest on loans are much higher for them meaning for me so women tend to accumulate more debt than men women do not have access to any credit card lines unless unless which is so weird their husbands approved it this happened this happened up to 1974 so that means two years after my mom was born so that's fairly recent that means that our grandmothers could not have access to any credit card line or credit card if it wasn't for a husband's approval so always keep that in mind another thing that i do find it very fascinated and i'm so grateful that i learned is that you should call your car dealership if you are financing a car, you should ask them how to pay that you want to pay your principal from that debt. So you don't you so you don't this means that you don't want to take a discount or you don't want to reduce your payment for next month. What you want to do is to tackle the principal first. You need to call them and ask them how can I make a payment towards the principal? And they will tell you the directions on how you can do that. So that is that because you don't want to pay money on interest. You're leaving so much money on the table. Keep that in mind. Another great, great takeaway from this, and I want everyone to hear this, is that you carrying a balance will not increase your credit score. It will just put you up to debt. So this is why it's so important to pay your balance in full every single month another thing is i want you to call your credit card company and request a higher line of credit 
increase. You should do this every six months so your utilization decreases. Remember, experts recommend to have a 30% utilization on your credit card. So make sure you make those phone calls to your car dealership and also your credit card company. And the less money you, the less utilization percentage you have, then the higher credit score you'll get. So another great takeaway from this incredible book is that you can contribute to your Roth IRA for 12 months of that year and also up to the April of next year. So technically you have 15 and a half months to contribute to the 6,500 contribution limit. All right, keep that in mind. A great takeaway, another one, is Roth IRAs are available for both W-2 employees and self-employed people. And with that being said, thank you so much for listening to Ouch That Hurts. I'll see you on the next episode. And don't forget to follow me on TikTok, Ouch That Hurts podcast, and on Pinterest, Ouch That Hurts by Olani. Thank you so much, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.